Welcome to My Bible Study, a verse-by-verse devotional study through the Bible with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. In this unique series, Pastor Bob takes you through the Bible just a few verses at a time. No preaching, just a simple Bible reading with examples and explanations of the meaning behind the scriptures. My Bible Study will take you from Genesis chapter 1 all the way through the book of Revelation. Now, here is Pastor Bob Thibodeau. This is my Bible study, the verse-by-verse walk through the Bible. We started last week in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, made our way down to verse number 5, praise the Lord, which completed the first day. And I emphasized that nothing happened until God spoke. That is what kicked off the entire process. I gave some uh, common background theories about, you know, the the black spot in all of God's existence in heaven, which was where he was holding all the angels that had rebelled, and that the other angels, if God never did anything at all, all the other angels would have served him out of fear rather than out of obedience because that's what their job was. So God came up with a plan to demonstrate his love was his power. For God is love, and in God is all power. Amen? And we kind of went into that last time in day one, that in this little black spot, there was nothing. And I explained that the Hebrew word meant it was Earth was completely void, waste, desolate, confused, chaos all over the face of it. And when God came up with his plan, he hovered over the waters, it said. Nothing happened. He was just, his presence came over the waters. Nothing happened until God said, let there be light. And light was. Praise the Lord. And go back and listen to that that complete explanation of Genesis day one. Today we're moving into Genesis day number two. Okay? Day number two. And we're going to start reading in verse six. Again, God said. So nothing happens until God says something. This is so important. You have to grasp that. God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters and let it divide the waters from the waters. And God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. And it was so. God called the firmament heaven and the evening and the morning were the second day. Now, firmament translated uh, from a Hebrew word, and I am, my Hebrew is not what it, you know, a scholarly type of Hebrew. Uh, as best as I can pronounce it, is rakia. Okay, that might be wrong, but it, it's R A Q I Y A. And it's derived from raka, which means to spread abroad, stamp, or stretch. And it means an expanse. That's the literal interpretation of it. Young's literal translation of the Bible renders Genesis 1-6 as, And God said, let an expanse 
be in the midst of the waters and let it be separating between waters and waters. Now, you have to remember the clouds completely enshrouded the planet. Okay, Water inundated the whole earth, not from rain, because later on it says that it came up from the mist, but there was uh, Dr. Carl Baugh, uh, with, I believe it's the Creation Institute over in, uh, in Glen Rose, Texas, I believe it is. I've seen presentations of his, and he explains it so well. I, I recommend you look him up, Google him, read or, read or watch the videos where he explains this. The whole earth, and when we finish here about the firmament and the heavens and all that, is a sealed system. Okay, The water... The atmosphere, which is what's being created, separates. Remember, we, we talked about heaven where God existed. There, were, there was no sun. There is no moons. There is no light other than God's presence. And when that light from verse number three, when God said, let there be light, that's his glory. Okay, He had the glory, the Shekinah glory. He had the glory. But now he gave it a visible form with light. All right. Remember Elijah up on the mountain where he said, you know, I want to see your glory. All right. God said, nobody can see my face and live, but I'll pass by you. I'll hide you in a cleft of the mountain. I'll cover you with my hand. I'll walk back and you'll see my back parts. In other words, you'll see where I've been. His glory is an all-consuming glory. That's why sin can have no presence in God's presence. You cannot say, well, you know, just an old sinner saved by grace. No, you're not. You were an old sinner. You could not come into the presence of God without being consumed by the glory. That's not the light. The light is a visible representation of the glory. How can I explain this, Lord? Take a, an example of a poisonous gas, okay? And you can't see it. It's there. You're, it's a sealed room. You're in the sealed room. You have this oxygen mask on. You're like, everything looks fine. You take the mask off, take a couple of deep breaths, and down you go. It has killed you. You're looking at the mask. You're like, you know, there's nothing here. Everything looks fine, feels fine. My skin doesn't crawl or anything like that. You take the mask off, you die. Because you cannot be in the presence of that poisonous gas. Now, God's not poison. I'm trying to use that as an example to get you to comprehend. God's glory could not be seen, but it was there. Sin did not exist at this time. Sin did not exist. So therefore, it is in power. When, it, when the devil basically invented sin, which is rebellion against God, that sin cannot exist in God's presence. And 
that's the reason God tossed them out. When man and woman sinned, Adam and Eve sinned, God pushed them out because they could not be in his presence. He's 100% pure. I use the example of the poisonous gas just as a, so you can understand what I'm talking about in your mind. Think about something that could exist in that environment, having to breed 100% oxygen. It would die. Okay, it's not designed, you know, let's say a fish. You take a fish out of water, it will die, right? God's presence, his Shekinah glory, had no visible light until God said, let there be light. And now his physical manifestation is the light. That's why, you know, how, what can't, how can there be light if there was no sun? That's the explanation I'm giving you. Now, day two, God's talking about this firmament, this expanse. Okay, you have heaven where God exists, and now he's created a heaven, an expanse that will hold. It's not there yet, but it is now there. He has created the expanse that we call outer space. Okay, That's the area that is the expanse. And then he also created the atmosphere of the earth. That's the third heaven. That's why it says that uh, separating between waters and waters, all of this the waters that is going to be contained in the atmosphere is now separated from outer space. And God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters and divide the waters from the waters. And God made the firmament. He divided the waters which were under the firmament. Okay? Again, this environmental system of the atmosphere is a sealed unit. The waters, the moisture is above the earth. It's sealed. Again, Dr. Carl Ball has such a great explanation on this. And, it, and when he explains it in the video uh, where he was sharing the video, yeah, I can see that. And what's nice is it created the perfect humidity, the perfect temperature, the perfect environment for everything else that's going to be taking place in creation. There is no, you know, wondering, you know, what this is all about. God created it perfect. And that's what I want you to understand. And once he's seen, okay, we now have outer space that will hold the sun, the stars, the moons, all that. And we have the environment for his creation that will be in a physical form just to demonstrate how the power of his love can conquer everything. He now has heaven separated from everything else, outer space separated from the upper heaven where God resides. Now you have a physical space. And then around this earth, because he created that on day one, he said there, well, it's actually existed before day one, where his, day one is where he manifested his light, okay? But around this little creation called earth is now an atmosphere that is conducive for the rest of the creation story. That's the part I wanted to get to, okay? 
And on this second day, God, in his miraculous way, adjusted the atmosphere's composition to contain the correct amount of nitrogen and oxygen and carbon dioxide and uh, hydrogen and, and all the inner gases necessary for photosynthesis and, and sustaining life itself. Because that's going to be vital as we move forward in this creation concept as we move into the third day. Okay, So that is the creation of the second day where he says, God called the firmament heaven and the evening and the morning were the second day. The second day following the first day were God's you know, let there be light, because light gives life to everything. You can't have life in total darkness. Now, I know they're down in the deepest parts of the ocean. There are some fish forms down there that, you know, have not ever seen light, and yet they survive. But if you do the studies, they're creating their own little light source. Uh, it may not be, you know, like a spotlight or anything like that, but scientists have seen, you know, through their chemical compositions and all that, there's a little light because that's how they attract things to them to, to eat and survive and all that good stuff. Point being, light was created on the first day. That's God's Shekinah glory manifesting as a visible light form. That's what's giving light and life to everything around it. Day two, God separates heaven where he resides from outer space and then puts a third heaven. That's the first heaven, the second heaven, and the third heaven is the atmospheric composition around the earth and is sealing it. And that is the end of day two. All right. Thank you for joining Pastor Bob as he leads you verse by verse through the Bible in this series called My Bible Study. We pray this study will bring you closer to God and reveal His Word and His will for you through the Scriptures. We would consider it an honor and a blessing if you would support this outreach with your financial offerings. We have partnered with Patreon to offer you unique gifts and benefits for various levels of giving. Please visit our page on Patreon by going to patreon.com forward slash my Bible study podcast, all one word. That link again is patreon.com forward slash my Bible study podcast, all one word. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do.